0: The pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show.
1: Well, good afternoon, everyone. It is Monday. It is March 8th. It is John DePietro. Right now, it's 12.06 on the East Coast. I want to say good afternoon to all of the Brits that are tuning in. We have a lot of them that are now following the program. Because of Juan's comments on Twitter last night, <coughs> what an incredible night of television. If you can't enjoy that, well then you're just not interesting. That was great. Oprah was, uh, Oprah was, was good. I was happy for Oprah. There was a very good interview, uh, but it is at the John De Show on .AM. 1380 and 99.9 FM. Teleho and also uh, online. At the website, which is petro.com. This portion of the program is sponsored by Coogie. Folks, R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732. <coughs> Excuse me, that is not a COVID cough. 6562, R.E. Coogan and Heating. Plumbing, heating, and cooling. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Remember what Coogie says. Let me into your home. Don't fix it alone. Folks, call R.E. Coogan and Heating today, 401 401- 732-6562. You can also find them on Facebook and their website is RECooganHeating.com. Now, again, now right now, as we speak, it's 12.07 in real time on this Monday, March 8th. Happy birthday to Donna Perry, one of my siblings. Uh, but again, if you are having a problem as we speak, plumbing, heating or cooling, One phone call, R.E. Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. Now, coming up at 1230, Jeremy Costa. This is some of the fallout regarding in Providence, those ATVs. Mayor Lorza had said, you know what, we're just going to let people break the law. Cranston said not so fast. No, it's not going to happen in Cranston. We're going to talk to him coming up at 1230. But, folks, if you missed Oprah last night on CBS, first of all, let me say a couple. I'm just going to say a couple things about it. And I recognize I love the people that don't watch it and don't care have to tell you they didn't watch it and don't care. Listen, here's a news bulletin for you. We don't care that you don't care. That's not news. OK, you're in the minority. Lead story in the newscast. Lead front page of every paper. And it's exploding on the Internet. I don't. Ca- Fine. Who cares? Whatever. There are people like that all the time. There are people that don't watch the Super Bowl. There are people that don't vote. There are people I don't even pay attention to the election. That, that's nothing. I don't know. You know what we have to change in society is somehow people think that they're somehow superior if they announce they don't care about something. I don't watch baseball. I don't vote. I don't pay. Wait, wait, who cares about your humdrum, simpleton life? Maybe you should start paying attention to things, get out of the mobile home once in a while, wander out of that trailer park, discover life a little bit. I have no interest. one woman, I'd rather eat dirt and poke my eyes out. You know, I've never th- even considered those options. I'd rather poke my eyes out and eat dirt. I've never thought of eating dirt. And I value my eyesight, especially after I got zapped by one of the protesters. I've never sat down and said I could either turn on this television or I may poke my eye. I've never, that thought has never occurred to me. I've never thought, you know, there's not something on television. But instead, I think I'll go into my backyard and eat some dirt. Again, that's just, I I don't, my brain doesn't function that way. Don't read anything into that. But I've never thought someone, I'd rather poke my eyes out. I've never thought there's something on. But I'd rather harm myself permanently as opposed to watching it. But anyhow, it was great. It was terrific. You know, I can't stand that Meghan Markle. This is victimhood. Now, listen, if you don't follow it, despite what you think, number one, it's a worldwide story. Number two, it's very interesting. It's history. You know, there's always those people, the contrarians, right? September 11th. 3,000 Americans die, right? 160 people on United Airlines. Great. You have people that say, hey, people die every day. People die in car accidents. You know, there's always the crowd that can try to say that. And at every given moment, there is someone starving in Africa. I, I get that. And if you always want to go to, do you, are you aware that there are children starving in Africa? If anything, we should do work at all efforts to end hunger in Africa, just so people can't say, are you aware there are kids starving in Africa? <clears throat> My point is, no matter what is the news event, I don't know where this comes from. People somehow feel superior by letting you know they don't vote, they don't pay attention to the elections, uh, they don't follow football, they don't follow basketball. I don't follow, I don't know where, but anyhow, it was great. That, for those that did watch it, God, I feel bad for poor little Harry. We all remember, and by the way, if you enjoy good television the way I do, it's tough to find. Good television is very difficult to find. I am a, a big snob when it comes to TV. However, that said, some examples, maybe some of our newer listeners, what do I consider good television? All right. Well, Game of Thrones, one of the greatest of all time. Sopranos is great television. Breaking Bad. Is great television. You go back, obviously. Seinfeld, top comedy, right? It, it's not easy to find, and I mean great shows. However, The Crown on Netflix is great. It's great, not good. It's great, and it's so interesting, and it's you know true to life, so to speak. I mean, they may vary off a little bit, but it's it's very very interesting. If you don't like history, then I don't know what to tell you, but it is history. And, and it's fascinating. And the way it dominates across the pond is really interesting. But last night, this is the problem. This Meghan Markle, for those that were not paying attention, she married Paul, poor Harry. Think of Harry and William. Diana killed in a car crash, raised by Prince Charles, really in the spotlight of the world. He drifts around. He meets different people. But wow, this Meghan Markle, you want to talk about a manipulator. She'd already been married. She was an actress. And she got, she's 39. He's 36. She got her claws into him. This guy is lost. Holy cow. Harry was like, he had served in the military. He was kind of like the party guy. William got married, settled down. Harry is floating around. Boy, she got the claws played into his mind about his mother, Diana. And now she is basically ruining his life. This is someone who, and right from the beginning of the interview, when she said, no, I never Googled him. I didn't know anything about, wrong, what are these royals, what is the job? Who even thinks that way? This is someone who, her father is white, her mother's black, and she basically thought that she was going to be able to go in there and handle the British press. And embraced the role and convinced him to get married. You know, what a manipulator and grifter she is. She actually convinced him it was his idea to get married. And then when they're going to have a child. And she kept saying she doesn't pay attention to the tabloids. And yet all she did was pay attention to the tabloids. And and last, folks, again, if you missed it, part of it was just great. Because it, it's, it's so pre-COVID, the things that she was concerned about. That there was a report, apparently that she made Kate Middleton, the wife of William, cry. And she disclosed last night she was the one that made me cry. Why are you telling that? Apparently, Kate sent flowers and apologized. It had to do with the flower girls for the wedding. Can you imagine? And then when she talks about I was locked up, you know, if if I were married to Harry and I was in the castle and they said, hey, listen, Juan, you can't go out to have lunch with your friends. It'll cost much Whatever, like you have the castle. Just I'd have everyone over for a party. It'd be a non-stop party, as a matter of fact. As long as you know, and they have property all over the world. But no, not her. Following the tabloids. How about there's nothing worse than people that say they don't follow the tabloids, and all they do is live their life by following the tabloids. And the British tabloids are brutal. They're another level. And her family, by the way, that's the one thing Oprah didn't get into. Is her family is actually dysfunctional? But you want to talk about self absorbed. I just feel terrible for the guy because he, she has convinced him that, and it was very telling that somehow with what happened with his mother, Diana, that this is, he was saying, and now it's happening all over again. But there was a, first of all, also, she said she was snubbed. Archie's the little boy was snubbed royal title. He wasn't even, listen, there's a protocol to it. This Meghan Markle, she's someone the rules don't apply to her. And she immediately started playing the race card. You know, this is a monarchy. This is the royal family. They've had things in place for I think how many years now. But as soon as she doesn't get her way, it all becomes about her. And if it's not happening, it's because of race. What a huge win for Oprah. Those of you that missed it, CBS should rerun it. It was great television. Excellent job by Oprah. Let me play a little bit of the highlights. I really enjoyed it last night, as you can tell.
0: <laughs> I am never
2: going to share. Um, Hold on, here we go. That conversation,
0: <laughs> I am never going to share. Um, but at the time, at the time it was awkward. I was a bit shocked.
3: I just didn't want to be alive anymore. Ugh. And that was a very... The biggest
1: bombshell is they claim... Someone either that worked for the family or a family member basically said, we have concerns of what your children may look like because of biracial. Now, I, already the story's crumbling and falling apart. Can you imagine she does an international interview and says that she considered taking her own life? She was so unhappy while pregnant. Just so self-absorbed, the victimhood. You know what's been great on this is Piers Morgan. You know, he wasn't great because he replaced Larry King, but he was great talking about this. He was on Fox and Friends this morning.
2: I didn't like it. I thought it was two hours of disingenuous, horrible, one-sided, self-serving, delusional claptrap
3: what do you believe is false do you i i i assume you didn't agree with it do you think she is she telling the truth no we're not going to hear from the queen
2: probably she gave me a weather report honestly i think it was the acting performance of her life yeah it was designed to portray her the ultimate victim that's right she even at one stage says that being imprisoned in a palace was somehow similar to what people are experiencing in the pandemic lockdown. Ah. Well, tell that to people living at the top of high-rise buildings with three kids, trying to homeschool them with no job to pay for their food on the table. Uh, It was utterly ridiculous from start to finish. But Meghan Markle, I expect this from, I think she's played us in the UK, the royal family as a bunch of mugs. I think she'll emerge as a heroine to the liberal crowd in America today uh, with the narrative of being a poor, vulnerable, massively misunderstood, uh, biracial victim of a white racist monarchy and royal family. Uh, but the inferences in this interview, that the, the royal family is harboring racists. And in particular, the one of them may be the queen, because Meghan Markle lies, frankly, there's another word for it. She says that the baby Archie will not be a prince because they want to change the rules to stop him becoming a prince because of his skin color. Why? It is an absolutely outrageous lie. And the only person that decides titles like princes is the queen. So she is directly inferring the queen is a racist, changing the rules because her son is from a biracial uh, mother and father. It is utterly extraordinary. And you think this is happening at a time when Prince Philip Is lying seriously ill in hospital, his fourth week of hospital treatment, aged 99 years old. I I, I expect this from Meghan Markle, but what is Prince Harry thinking? It is a dereliction of all loyalty to his country. So, Piers, here.
1: You know, that was excellent. Boy, he is great on this stuff, Piers Morgan. Again, folks, uh, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. We're going to really shift gears coming up at 1230. But it is, um, I, I just think it's so important Listen, it's a big story. It is, whether you like it or not. And I know it's not everybody's cup of tea and so forth. But there's a lot. It was also very dramatic to me that on social media, that all these very gullible, uh, young female reporters. And it really did become a long politics. She's so brave. I can't believe. And and you hear, I, I didn't believe her. I don't believe her. I think she was. She was an actress. Folks, this portion of the program. Bethel Certified Softwash. Listen, spring is less than two weeks away outside of your home and your property. A Bethel Certified Softwash. Free same day text estimate 401 617 2585. 401 617 2585. Bethel Certified Softwash. What do they do? They will get rid of the stains, the algae, the mildew. Biodegradable plant safe solutions, contact Jara today, Bethel Certified Softwash. Now the website is Rhode Island Softwashing.com, Rhode Island softwashing.com. Bethel Certified Softwash, uh, whether it is for buildings, restaurants, homes, roofs, decks, patios, walkways, Bethel Certified Softwash. I want to quickly, for those that are watching on facebook live we have our stream good afternoon everybody watching the live stream we're less than two weeks away from our old page folks again but it's the jdri radio fb live where we have um let me just show you a picture of some of the before and afters i think you can see it i'm going to hold it up right now this is the side of a house of a bethel certified Softwash. look at how dramatic that is the before and after see how that has all the green stain and and that when they get done with it and then also look at the uh the fence that I have on where you can see the algae and the moss. And then uh when Jared gets done with it, that's another good before and after of the house. Folks, Jared is incredible. You can um go to their website, but again, it improves your home greatly and it won't damage the surf- surface. Bethel certified softwash power wash. Again, the website is rhodeundsoftwashing.com, but you can text him for a free same day. Uh, text estimate 401-617-2585. Now, up on the website to Petro.com, we have some original stories that are up. Folks, remember to which is brought to you by Relaxed Souls, Reflexology, Lisa Wood. So the weather's getting better. Maybe you still have some aches and pains or things that are wrong. Contact Reflexology, Lisa Wood, today at 401. 401- 742-6621. Relax souls, S-O-L-E-S. What reflexology, it's different than massage because Lisa works face, ears, hands, and feet, boosts immune function, healing from inside out. If you log on at dipetro.com, it's a direct link right to Lisa Wood, relaxed souls, S O L E S reflexology. Well, folks, good afternoon on this sunny Monday. But that was um, it. It is just absolutely. It's not the story of the Rhode Island. It's not the story of the nation. It is the story of the world. And on the the top of the Drudge Report, stay calm and carry on. The Queen, Oprah pulls seventeen million viewers. It's going to be bigger overseas. Uh, Beats Emmys and Globes combined. Piers Morgan, quote, sickening, shameful, self-pitying. They live in a $14 million home. Salacious, scandalous, sanctimonious, self-serving. Wow. Harry lectures the Windsors back to basics at their $15 million mansion. They want to live authentically. I just didn't want to be alive anymore. Who would say that? Who would say that as she's pregnant with their first child? She is a manipulator. She is a grifter. I don't believe her. Poor Harry. That and again, I recognize it's not for everyone, but that was really something um, last night. And then Oprah Harry
3: wants to make it very clear, it seems, that he did not blindside the Queen. We left, I don't know if you could hear it, with a bite where you said, doesn't the Queen get to do what the Queen wants to do? He had made several attempts to see his grandmother. Yes, and I think uh, that was such an important story uh, to be shared last night Uh, in the process of trying to. What a
1: win by Oprah. What a win by Oprah. Oh, my God. Poor Harry.
2: by the uh, by the uk um tabloids it's a really it's a toxic environment um but i will always be there for him i will always be there for my family and i as i said i've tried to help them to see what has happened do they, how they think
1: I it's happened? a toxic Why? environment
3: or do you all just think it's a toxic environment because you're now out of it do, if we were to have an interview with them or a conversation
1: with them, does your father think it's a toxic environment or relationship? Oh, I think, the mean, I think
3: he's, he's had to make peace with it. And why couldn't you make peace with it the last both of you? Because it's, this was different. You What's know? Different because different because of the race? And social media. And social media. Oh, yes. Right? Different time. That, that, different didn't, time. that didn't exist. And so it was like the wild, wild west. It was mm-hmm. spread like wildfire. Plus my being American. It transformed translated in a different way across the pond so you had a noise level that was very different but if they can't see that it's different so you felt bullied on an international level look I think the I think the volume of what was coming in and the interest was greater because of social media because of the fact that I was not just British um, and that unfortunately if members of his family say well this is what's happened to all of us or if his you know if if they can compare what the experience that i went through was similar to what has been shared with us kate was called weighty katie waiting to marry william while i imagine that was really hard and i do i can't picture what that felt like this is not the same and if a member of his family will comfortably say we've all had to deal with things that are rude rude and racist are not the same
1: And you know then you're not cut out for it and again folks that was last night that was a big interview with oprah and uh and poor prince harry but she's got the claws in him can you imagine in doing that to the royal family and the queen and as Piers morgan said and you have Prince Philip is in the hospital, and then they're pulling this type of thing. Wow, she is really something else. There was a good piece. We have uh, Jeremy Costa coming up in just a moment, folks. We're going to really shift gears about the um, about the whole thing with the ATVs. But uh, New York Post, Maureen Callahan had a great piece uh, this morning where she wrote, Pity poor Meghan Markle drops kind of bombshells prince harry's family is not just openly racist they drove her to consider suicide while pregnant and denied her the help she begged for that will destroy once for all any chance harry had of reconciling with the british royal family i wasn't planning to say anything shocking she told oprah Uh, oh, she's not that good an actress megan knew nothing of the british royal family nothing she's an american after all Here she was living her life, staring on a basic cable legal drama. She got sucked into the vortex of royal life. Castles, riches, titles, instant global fame, team of servants, advisors. None of this mattered to her. All the grandeur attached to the stuff never meant anything to her, says the woman who invited Oprah and George Clooney to her wedding. A listeners she had never even met. Let's not forget Buckingham Palace's clapback this week, revealing Meghan had been gifted blood diamonds by MBS after he authorized the murder of the Washington Post journalists. Whopper number two, she never so much as Googled Harry when they began dating. She also never so much as Googled herself followed any of the media coverage because that, too, has never mattered to her, said the woman who posed for a Vanity Fair cover story before she and Harry were even engaged. As for the catastrophic event, she calls the turning point. The moment she knew the royals were plotting to destroy her, the tabloid report she made Duchess just Kate cry, no, Kate made her cry, and they wouldn't let her issue a denial. As Harry once infamously said, what Meghan wants, Meghan gets. So we believe Meghan had no recourse until now, no friend to surrogate to set the record straight. Wow. Then came the day she was advised not to go out to lunch with a friend. She'd been far too visible. I haven't left the house in months while we enter year two of quarantine. <laughs> ah, not since gripping. Not many people have asked me if I'm okay amid starving impoverished children in South Africa. Have we got such a tone deaf utterance from dear old Megs, the perpetual victim? Queen's always been wonderful to me. Wow. Wow. You know, that is, um, again, it is it is sad, it's just horrendous to see, just terrible to see. It is. And you feel terrible for um, poor Harry, folks. She is uh, absolutely destroying the royal family, destroying the royal family. Now, I also see, before we uh, get our guests, that new Governor McKee is out in, uh, in Providence right now. There is the team, and with him. Is Sabina Matos, Sabina Matos, who will be, I believe, the um, the lieutenant governor. All right. Joining us right now. Let me get him on the line. <coughs> Excuse me. He is. Um, he rep- represents it's called a uh, bike life. And with all this talk about the ATVs, uh, I thought it'd be important to balance out our conversation. And because uh, he's been very outspoken in that community. And is that you, Jeremy?
0: Yes, speaking. How All right,
1: very well. Folks, joining us right now is Jeremy Costa. Who, uh, Jeremy, how would you uh, self-describe your role in the local bike community?
0: Um, I am a social justice advocate for the bike life community. Actually.
1: Okay. I just say that because I know, like, for instance, on your profile, you have, like, Bike for Life or Bike Life Matters, something like that. So you're, you're definitely an advocate for them. The reason I wanted to have you on is we have two narrative is playing out right now, Jeremy, and that is Providence with Mayor Lorza basically saying we have to learn to live with them and uh, rolling out some proposals. But then the city of Cranston stepped up on Friday and said just the opposite. So I wanted to give you a platform and give you a chance to weigh in on this.
0: Well, I think Mayor Lorza's made the right decision and decided that inclusivity was the most important thing. If we're looking at the uh, you know, sustainable uh, goals for for this country and this world, we need to start finding ways to include our community members. You know, these riders that are being demonized and being labeled a bunch of criminals is so far and further from the truth, it's disgusting. And for a mayor and for a commander-in-chief and all these other people out there in Cranston that assume that they know the, the, the truth because... They- they have one picture of one rider from another city or another state that has been labeled a criminal because he was riding a bike with a gun that's like labeling you know all police officers um with criminal convictions or all police officers uh as similar to the case that's going on right now with george floyd you're saying that one bad apple destroys a bunch and that is not okay and that's not acceptable and we'll be looking to put a restraining order on this action that the mayor has decided to um put those, put this executive order in place you know we will have a petition and we will ask for our u.s attorneys or our people that are in position to actually stop this from happening because we can't allow uh these mayors these officials to weaponize their vehicles, confiscate them, destroy them when these are assets, personal property, private property. That's like somebody coming into your um, little gun cabinet and taking your gun because they, they didn't like the fact that you had it outside uh, after hours or that you were shining deer with it. You know, you can't do that stuff. You know, so we want to make sure that we are going to even the playing field. I think Mayor Laws has done a tremendous job um, retracting his uh, previous work in October and trying to make things work for the community at large and not just trying to criminalize these kids because he knows that this is a pipeline to prison and this is not acceptable behavior and we can't allow this to happen and this mayor will be stopped. We will have a petition and we will be submitting it and we will be putting a restraining order on his executive order.
1: Jeremy, um, I want to just—do you feel this whole business with the the bikes and the riders—and do you—is it in your in your mind—is it a problem in the city of Providence?
0: Absolutely not.
1: You don't think it is. Now, a lot of residents do, saying that they don't follow the—you know—they don't. These are vehicles that are not supposed to be on the streets. They race them late at night. They're loud. And many times they're intimidating when a bunch of them will all ride together and they don't follow the traffic signals. But you you don't consider them a problem in the city.
0: I don't consider them a problem. See, when I, look, when I wake up in the morning, I like to look at myself in the mirror. I like to see of all the things that I do wrong. So it makes it easier for me not to point the finger so easily. So th- these people that are making these statements, these people that are going out there, they should actually start looking around their, their neighborhood seeing 70% of the people that are riding on the highway are violating the law they're speeding the speed limit says 55 and they're going 70, we, we 70
1: are you, Where, are you, let's, let, let's, where you where let's, are you getting that statistic where can i read that statistic 70% of the people on the highway are speeding
0: they just did a survey you can just you can google it just just look at the numbers 70% of the people that are driving on your highway today are violating the law, are breaking the law. Should we take those cars because they're breaking the law? What about those people that got the DUI? I want those cars that are under 10,000. I want them crushed. They are a problem in our community. We got too many liquor stores open and and, and we got no enforcement on it. We got people leaving these restaurants that are open up in Cranston all day long, leaving, drinking and driving. I want to stop the sale of alcohol immediately. If they get caught selling anybody, they're going to get fined. That's what you guys are doing. Stopping gas services. Come on. Let's let, let's look at ways that we can include these folks in our in our everyday life. And there's ways. There's plenty of land. There's plenty of opportunities to start integrating this activity. This is a sport. This is not going anywhere. As a matter of fact, two thousand and twenty four will have motorized bikes part of the two thousand and twenty four Olympics. All right. So I mean act- that's that's these one thing, but the, let, so let's let's nuisance. What happens when the bike goes electrical in a couple of years? So you have just disenfranchised this whole lifestyle, this whole culture. You have just t- put these ordinances. You have put these restraints on this community and not given them the opportunity to breathe. Right, that's a problem.
1: But Jeremy, and again, folks, we speak of Jeremy Costa. Jeremy, what about the quality of life? A lot of residents in Providence say it's loud. It goes on into the night. Uh, that's why they had to put in all those speed bumps. You know, there's a difference of someone, for instance, let me just explain, you know, let's just say it's 5:30 in the morning and you and I are on 95 and we're going 75 miles an hour. So technically we're speeding, but we're not waking anyone up. We're not ruining anyone's quality of life. There's a You're big difference.
0: The law. You're violating the law. There's a speed limit says 65, and you're going 75 because you got to get to work by seven o'clock. You should have woke up earlier. All right, but but I'm not. But I'm violated not violated the law, and you put somebody else in danger. That's a public safety issue. All they're talking about is public safety issues and nuisances. But clearly, we have solutions for that. The mere laws that this legislation. Once it get sponsored and we are going to find sponsors to look at this and to go further not only that but also the asset forfeiture law that mr harold metz actually brought up in 2009 20 and got shot down we have the we have the worst the absolute worst forfeiture law in the country and there's a problem there and so these these people that are in government position that have all this executive order now all of a sudden these governors know how to use this executive order and these mayors well we're going to show them that there's that there's called government overreach there's also the ninth and the tenth amendment that actually allows us to make sure that you guys just can't relinquish your powers when you feel like it that you have to bring that to the right board and the right people that actually set the laws you just can't just extinct to forfeit and crush property i be damned you know john there's a problem that we have to there's a problem that we have but we're not going to fix it overnight. We can mitigate the circumstances by creating parks and places for them to ride just like they did skate parks, just like they did bike parks, just like they did the East Bay community. They they eminent domain, people's property over there in the East Bay to make their bike path go all the way to Bristol. So we need to find places for them. There's a place to call your park. I went there today. You should go take a look at it. You know, maybe we'll do a little uh, podcast over there live. I'll bring some of the riders, and they'll show you what they do. Do. I
1: But here's the thing, and it's again, folks, new- hold on, Jeremy. I see. I don't think they want to ride at these different parks. I think part of the fun is yeah, riding around Jeremy. the city on the streets and downtown, and they're up on the highway. Then they're on uh, South Main Street and North Main, and down by India Point Park. I, I don't think they have any interest in going to some of these parks. But let's talk about and Cranston. I
0: think the police want to stop brutalizing the people in, in these African American and brown communities, and I don't think the police want to do that. Well. What do
1: you- Now, in Cranston, though, let's let's talk about in Cranston. I just don't know how you're going to stop. You have the head of the chief of police and then the mayor saying, if you come in here,
0: they have no if they don't have the ability to enforce the law, then what are they doing? They're violating the law. If you can't enforce it because there's a chase policy that says these people actually have to commit a felony for you to be chasing them. So they're forcing them to flee. You think they're going to stop because when they stop, they're going to get their bike crushed. You're not going to give me a municipal, the maximum municipal jurisdiction limit for Mr. Hopkins so he can understand why he's going to get a restraining order. His municipal limit is $500. When you pop a Willie, the maximum penalty is $500, but my bike costs 5000 That's called excessive punishment. That's going to get thrown out. Tim's versus Indiana. Look it up. Now you're you're
1: you're citing Jeremy. You're citing some legal cases, but I just want to be very clear. You are I'm not practicing. an attra- you're not a practicing attorney.
0: And that's the beautiful thing. So I don't have to worry about it. I can just refer all the cases. So I do all the work just like I was, and I hand it off. And then we take care of business. And that's what's going to happen. Mr. Hopkins is going to get a restraining order. We will have enough people signing the petition, and we will actually file this because this is not going to be tolerated. But he's not just going to sell the bikes in your stores. Pay, we're going to pay tax on the uh, on these products you're going to just going to put it in a what an escrow where's it going to go where's this money at May, where's the, this money the tires the, that these people pay they pay gas tax they're going to stop the, the distribution of gas the, to, uh, of gas at these you, you can't find these people that's discriminatory the mayor discriminatory. the mayor of so cranston it, and the chief of
1: police are saying you if you injured. if you come into the city of cranston with one of those vehicles Zero tolerance. We're going to take it from you. Don't you think, won't riders just avoid Cranston and stay in Providence?
0: Absolutely not. See, most of them most of them live in the surrounding areas. Right. You have about 300 to 400 bike riders that surround Providence. They're that not that even from Providence. Right. As, for instance, Jamal Gonzalez. Correct. He was from here. He didn't have a place to ride any longer because his place in Tiverton that was available for him to ride was actually harassed and was uh and he was thrown out that place and he wasn't given the opportunity so there's no place for these people to ride the bike so let's look let's call a spade a spade john the state actually has laws on the books that allow these people to purchase the bike and to own it to pay tax on it to register it but don't give them not a place private or a place public to ride it so what do you think they're going to do you think they're just going to let it store up and collect dust in their house no it's a beautiful day this week's actually a beautiful time to actually ride the bike they want a place to be able to ride. And this mayor thinks that he's going to intimidate the community by having this ordinance actually said that it was actually enacted, but he doesn't have the power to do that. It has to go through the city. and has to get signed in by city council. I will be present, and I want to see who's signing and who's not, because those people are not for the community, because they're not looking to include them. They're looking to point the finger. and While you guys have $3 billion worth of uh, fraudulent, activity going on they need to be focused on the real stuff they could save taxpayers a lot of money and we could take some of that three billion dollars they recover and maybe build a few skate parks few bike parks around the community and start working with these kids and get them integrated back into society
1: but jeremy do you really see i just don't think don't isn't part of the fun and again folks speak with jeremy costa you know when you when i've seen them you know, there's a lot of them. They, they, It's fun. It's a big, as you said, it's a group. And a lot of them are older. The people that are arrested in Cranston were all in their 30s. So they're not even kids. And you're also right. They're from outside communities. But but we they're saying those vehicles do not belong on the city street. You're saying, yes, they do. That's that's the divide right there. Now, it's their city. So it's not
0: their city. How is it their city? we come in the city we pay tax we go to the we go to all the little shops over there you
1: live in providence
0: it doesn't matter where you live you still spend money you're paying sales tax to that state these people are spending money buying tires buying the, buying the vehicle in the state of Rhode Island and they don't have a place to ride let's look at the facts you cannot sell a product and not give them an opportunity to use a product public or private we have to figure out something and we need to look at legislation since we're sitting up there at the State House. We're making decisions on things that are not tangible for the community. This is tangible. Create an opportunity. There are plenty of people that have brought it to the attention. We have a gentleman in Tiverton, like I said, has a two hundred acre lot.
1: And what happened to that?
0: And what happened? Are you serious? They created an ordinance because it was allowed by and the lady that actually wrote the twenty eighth blank.
1: Finish that. They created an ordinance that said what?
0: It created an ordinance that said the vehicles, he's not zoned properly. All right. And a citation for noise violation. Mind you, the lady that that wrote the complaint, Cynthia Sturgis, has a dirt bike track in her backyard. Well, but if if
1: that was upheld because that stopped Jamal you know, from riding you know, there, went, what makes you, you think, think that Cranston can't stop them?
0: Listen, they can be stopped. They they can be stopped. But they want to be worked with. You're not just going to stop the movement in the street. That's just not gonna happen. We're not gonna we can mitigate the circumstances by finding allocated zones in the city, in the inner cities, and then having these other private partnerships with the state, private public partnerships with the state, to give them a place to ride.
1: Now, Jeremy, and- let me let me ask you, Jeremy, and again, folks, for with Jeremy Costa. Now, Jeremy, do you ride?
0: Of course I ride. Okay. I'm just not gonna ride. I'm not gonna ride so they can chase me down and brutalize me, and then I could be in a situation that Mr. Gonzales
1: is in. Understood. But now let let me just, I'm just trying to envision. So let's just say you and I ride, and I come by, and I get you, and now there's 10 of us, now there's 25 of us, now there's 30 of us, 50 of us, and we're cruising around the city. If someone said, okay, now you guys have to drive out somewhere and ride around in a dirt park, I, I just think that loses the whole appeal well, all, compared to, to we ride up to Fair Street, we ride around downtown, then we ride like all over. I don't I don't think that crowd wants to go to a dirt park.
0: Well, no one said it was just going to be a dirt park, but we have to start to mitigate the circumstances. We do have a dense city. We are the second most dense city in the country. But we are number one in natural space, John. Roger Williams Park has a lot of land over there. They just put $6 million in a facade on Broad Street to try to attract people. That was a waste of money. They could have spent $6 million and find an allocated zone to put 600 bikers in, and they would be able to solve a very serious problem. But they wanted to look at the accent and try to beautify an area that has been depleted and brutalized. And that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You might have a few people visit the zoo, but you want you want to help the community. You want to make sure the community is sustainable, and that's what this park over there is going to be able to do in Tibbeton. So, not only is it going to be an educational platform, but it's going to be sustainability for but, the community.
1: But if I live Listen, in Providence, maybe I don't, don't want to drive. It. Maybe I don't want to drive to Tibbeton to have to ride well, my bike. What,
0: you don't have to go to Tibbeton. Let's open up Collier Park. We have some allocated zones. There's plenty of space. I pointed in the direction of plenty of places. There's a nine-acre parcel that Lifespan hasn't paid taxes on for seven years that is sitting down there next to Palino's property. Palino has a property over there in there, Stop and Shop Plaza next to Jorge, uh Alvarez School that has a nice uh, park that has no pedestrians, that has no, no nobody walks in that park over there. Uh, John Taylor's runs that park over there with the stop and shop behind Popeye's, Austin Reservoir Avenue. That's a great location. We actually did an event there for the race to register before the incident with Jamal happened. And before we actually uh, did this, We we sat down with Mr. Hugh Clemens and we found an allocated zone to be able to do this because we wanted to get them integrated. We wanted to get them socially engaged in our community because we found out that this was a voter pool that was not voting. So these were new. This was new, fresh blood. So we wanted to communicate to them and told them how important it was so they could be not just an anonymous person anymore, but. Be a competent witness and be able to testify at the state house when they actually. Well, at
1: the but Jeremy, what about Cranston police saying, you know, there's drug activity, uh, they carry guns and weapons. What about the allegations made in Cranston?
0: Listen, I, I, the, the same thing that they say about the police officers, man. If I was that officer, I would have stopped that from happening. Okay. I would have took my knee off. It's not everybody. You understand? Of, of course, it's not everybody. Right. You got hundreds of riders, and you got one picture that you keep on circulating through Cranston. But the guy's not even from Cranston. Right. I want to know if that picture's even <laughs> real or not. See, that's the funny—that you guys want to just focus on the the one bad apple you guys want
1: to focus on the first thing wait a minute i don't know about you guys want to focus they the the chief of police and the mayor presented it at a press briefing you can't ignore it because then you start to think maybe they're all carrying guns jeremy when does the season start when does the riding season start
0: we started last week. Oh, We've been, okay. we, we, we're, we ride all season wet any weather, any season, any bike. This is a problem. And they're not going to be able to just stop it with their ordinances. Not they're in Cranston, though. In Providence. Did they stop it in Providence? Yes or no? No. Okay, then. You think Cranston's going to be able to stop it?
1: We're going to find out, but it sounds like How it's going to come not- to a head.
0: Listen, They're going to need tanks. They're going to need tanks to stop it because it's not going to stop. What's going to stop is, if when you, is people like Mayor Lawson that are actually kind of do the right thing for once and actually communicate, work, listen. You got to stop listening. You can't just be talking. I know you got to show John and you want to tell everybody. Like, I am what
1: listening. You're I'm listening and, to you. Come on, I'm giving doing, you a platform.
0: Do a you're doing a great job, John. Thank this you. This is important. You need, you need to make sure that your uh, constituents and your people on your uh, radio understand they break the law every day. My, my There's a violating. difference. There's a difference. It's not, it's not, uh, there is. Difference the, when you, you got people in a handicapped nope. hand that are trying to drive the speed limit because they got a GPS system. It, and you got 50 people driving by them, beeping the horn. It's different. Because they're trying to nope. get to work. This they're is violating the law. Quality
1: of life. It's quality no, of it's life. Comfort. It's a, It's a, I'll tell you what it is. It's a problem in the city of Providence. That's where it is. It's, it's a not, problem in the city it's of Providence. Too, and, it's
0: coming, and it's in Woonsocket. It's in Cranston. It's everywhere. See, the problem is that it's just being focused on because there's a task force. There's a hotline number. There needs to be a hotline number for all these people that are popping uh, the needles and that are overdosing.
1: Well, all right, let's... Let's Overdose. stay focused here. Now, well, is it mostly, Jeremy, is it mostly no on Facebook?
0: Is, instead of focusing on the on the riders that do this because they're athletes, because they didn't make it to the leagues, but they love it and enjoy it, they they have I, issues that are going on in the home, their safest place might be the bike and might not be the home. Let's focus on those issues instead of focusing on the one guy I, that had a gun that was never even caught. Where's the gun at? Where's the gun? I don't know. The charges. I, I don't know. <laughs> Jer- Jeremy is I it up all the time.
1: Is it mostly on Facebook the group that that's how people can find out more? Mostly on Facebook. Uh,
0: what Bike Life Lives Matter? Yeah. My or is, organization?
1: Yes, or is it is there is there a website? No, I'm just try trying to give a chance for you to mention for those that are listening that want to learn more about the organization, how can they do that?
0: Yes, you can go to bikelifelivesmatter.org. Okay. But there are there are other other riders what i do is i just voice my opinion because i there are a lot of people that are not able to speak because yes. they're brutalized they're being demonized they're being criminalized and we can no longer do that we, we are hey listen going to- i
1: are- i uh i will give you co- i will cover as you guys challenge this ordinance in cranson so i want to I mean- hold it there jeremy good to talk to you we'll talk again we'll talk again Okay. Yeah. All right, folks, Jeremy uh, Costa, again, bike. Uh, you heard what he said, bike for life right here on the John DePietro show. The reason I say that, folks, is is this, as many of you know, this was a big problem. Uh, that really cultivated, um, uh, culminated, excuse me, in really culminated in the in the fall. And it was a, apparently a problem all summer. And as far as. Um, for those that, that don't think, I know that in the city of Providence, of which, again, I'm not a resident of the city of Providence, but you listen to some of the different council people and the mayor's office and the police, and they were saying that all summer long they were dealing with complaints from residents about all these, uh, the bikes and and when they ride together, and it's, it's a big problem. Folks, it's 1252. Good afternoon. Uh, it's John on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, we go till 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock today. This portion of the program brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Now, listen, if you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. Let's just say someone damaged your vehicle over the weekend, and it can happen. Drunk driver or someone not paying attention, whether it's a small dent or maybe a nearly totaled vehicle, you can depend on West Fountain Auto Body. 401-272-3340, they're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. You can depend on West Fountain. Fountain Auto Body. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now it is 1253. You're listening to the John DePetro show wherever you can hear my voice on AM1380 or 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, Depetro.com. Don't forget to which is right to my Allstate Lock. Experts in locking systems, building security, residential, commercial, security cameras. Direct link right to AllStateLock.com or call them at 401-349-0042. I don't know enough freely. I just want to make. I don't know enough about the situation in Tiverton. I don't know enough about that, but I do know that this is interesting. You have two cities side by side, right? Cranston and Providence. Providence Mayor Lorza is basically saying, I can't control them. And the bikers ride all over the city. And what we need to do is just find a way to live with it. In Cranston, they're taking a different approach. In Cranston, they're saying we're not going to put up with anything. Uh, if you come in here, we're going to confiscate your vehicle, and we're also telling gas stations don't even sell them gas. So it's uh, these are two cities side by side, and the dynamic is is playing out in real time. And you know, it's still been windy. As things start to warm up. You're going to start to see them out more. And I think where this is really going to come to play is going to be in Cranston. That's where it's going to be the battle. Hey, folks, I want to remind you on this Monday, maybe over the weekend, you have an appliance that is not working properly. And you thought maybe you could fix it. So you spent the weekend trying to fix one of your appliances. Let me instead remind you, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances, whether it is a washing machine or whether it's a dryer or your refrigerator or your stove or your oven, if your appliance is not working properly, let's get it fixed. Call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. You can look for them on Facebook. Again, Ryan is terrific, folks. I've had him into my home. He has fixed multiple appliances. I am not uh, gifted in that way. And it's not like years ago where there were a bunch of people, you know, years ago, you'd bring it back to Sears and they would try to fix it or they'd come out. Sears is gone. Folks, Ryan's appliance repair, especially the dryer. You always want to be careful of the dryer in your home because that could start a fire. If your is not working properly, call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Remember, all work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Senior citizens' discounts are available. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. So this week, uh, again, folks, we have another hour to go on the program. But this week, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee is set to select... His He will get the choice. That's the way it works. He will select the next lieutenant governor. And by all accounts, today marks the fourth appearance that he has made with the head of the uh, Providence City Council President, Sabina Matos. So he had three appearances with her last week. He had one appearance with her this morning. So I am waiting to see. I know some people are trying to. Uh, Channel 10 was reporting that he was thinking of choosing a Republican to be his lieutenant governor. I have seen no evidence of that. I haven't seen any evidence that somehow Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee may choose a Republican. So I believe, as we've talked about, we talked about last hour, you know, whether people like it or not, number one, the position does not have. You know, it really doesn't have any power. Let's face it, it doesn't. That's number one. Number two, um, this whole business, if he wants a political future, which he does, he needs to win the Democrat primary next September. And so then you have to look at what could help him win the Democrat primary. And one way that could do that would be if he had someone from Providence as his lieutenant governor who was not going to run for governor. I know over the weekend someone had said, well, it's very easy. He should pick uh, Nelly Gobia, the secretary of state. That should be his choice to be his lieutenant governor, meaning Governor McKee. I have been told that secretary of state Nellie Gobea um, will not the McKee people. This is, again, what I've been told. They don't want someone that's going to run against him in the primary and challenge him next fall. And I have heard that Secretary of State Nelly Gobea, that she will not make that promise. Therefore, if she doesn't, that, that makes her really not a viable contender to be the next lieutenant governor. He's not going to select someone that's going to turn around and run against him in the Democrat primary next September. So that is definitely not going to happen. Hey, folks! I want to remind you. You want to be uh, again? It's Chunda Petro. We're gonna uh, we go till two o'clock. Remember to pick up a bottle of acai berry today. I'm holding it up to everybody on the uh, Facebook live stream. This incredible antioxidant, acai berry, A C A I B E R R I. An ounce a day. This incredible antioxidant keeps you nice and healthy. You can pick up a bottle at Dave's in East Greenwich or It's My Health. It's My Health in Cumberland. Pick up a bottle of a Kyberry. It's John DiPietro. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We have another hour to go. Radio only. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Right now. Let's get the latest now, and we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. WNRI, Woonsocket.